Hello, and welcome to the ProAV Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Sam Kingma. For many years, the technical-heavy AV field has and still is mostly dominated by men. However, with recent pushes to get more young women involved in the STEM field, groups such as Avixa have come to do the same thing for the audiovisual industry. Joining us today is Christy Ricketts of Contemporary Research to discuss how she markets the AV field to women, the challenges in getting women involved in AV, as well as the benefits of having a more diverse industry. How are you doing, Christy? Good. How are you today? I am fantastic. I wanted to start this interview asking, what kind of work do you do for contemporary research? Well, I do uh, a lot of everything. Um, I'm the VP of operations, but I also um, help on obviously making sure that all the product gets out. Everything's kind of runs running smoothly, smoothly internally, but I also work marketing and do a lot of the advertising, kind of the back end website, um, help on our, our blog writing and kind of overseeing uh, a lot of the social media content that we put out about products and obviously press releases, that sort of thing. And then I also help on the sales side um, with creating content and, and uh, making sure that all of our product information is out and our website data sheets and um, manuals and all those things are, are getting out and correctly updated and kind of overseeing all of, all of our technical marketing pieces as well. And on a more broad scale, how'd you end up getting involved in the AV field in general? Well, yeah, that is a long story. Um, so I originally started my career out in live entertainment on the family show side and uh, recently worked for Disney on Ice and then had moved into the arena industry and worked for um, a lot of the, the live show family events in Dallas, the American Airlines Center. I did marketing for them for about seven years and um, ended up, uh, once I kind of took a little time off and had children to um, go back to work with the website company who had worked with American Airlines Center and then ended up um, helping create and project manage contemporary research's website and then came in-house for them. And it kind of makes sense. We do a lot of stadiums and arenas and venue um, audiovisual. And I had worked on the marketing side with a lot of the AV teams. So that made a lot of sense for me to kind of move that direction and do digital signage and audiovisual um, along with working with some of the, the technical folks at the venues. That's really, really cool. Now, I wanted to ask, uh, how have you gone about getting more women interested in the AV field? So um, we work with a group called the Avixa Women's Council, but Avixa recently was called Infocom, and they do a, a large trade show every year, really the largest in the industry of professional AV. And Avixa changed their name to be the Audiovisual Integrated Experience um, organization. And so what they're really trying to do is not just be limited to boardrooms and in schools and universities, but to really be um, a complete experience and also bring in uh, different types of live shows and, and really uh, museums, anyone at all that would use audio video equipment to enhance a customer's experience, either directionally or, you know, digital signage or with um, video content Retail stores use it. Obviously, some people even go to the dentist or the doctor and they'll put televisions, you know, on chairs or on ceilings to make the experience more comfortable for people. So um, they really were working hard to kind of broaden the horizon of how audio and video can be incorporated into really all kinds of settings. And with that has opened the doors for more women to be involved with that as well. It's it's kind of been a very technical heavy industry. And so um, 
it's leaned towards males and, and more men being involved with it. A lot of people in um, probably, you know, years ago were really involved in sound and audio and um, and a lot of musicians, that sort of thing, kind of originally got into the, the audio field. And then um, it's obviously changed quite a bit since videos come through. And really in the last couple of years, it's really changed. Um, so what we're trying to do is create an organization within the Avixa umbrella. And really Avixa is an international organization, but it has a large number of population in, in the U.S. So we create these local groups and they help women and men, you know, really anyone. It's just kind of sponsored by a group of women that come together. We usually try to get together three or four times a year. We're currently in about 20 different cities throughout the U.S. And there's even one starting up, I think, in Australia, one just started in London, and there's one in India. Um, and we try to give women the opportunity to to learn, to be educated, to meet other women, to meet other men, you know, to, to have networking opportunities, um, to just have more experience. Sometimes they may not have as much technical knowledge as some of the people that they're competing for jobs with. And so giving them a leg up, giving uh, mentors an opportunity to to give them, ex, you know, share experiences, to share 20 years of knowledge, um, and just connecting women with other women to help them learn more about the industry and how they can be uh, more effective. What kind of age demographic are you reaching for? Is it the 18 to 35 range? Is it starting younger than that, maybe around like age 12 or 13 to 18 during the junior high, high school years? Yeah, so it's really probably more college and above. Um, I would say it's probably mostly the maybe right out of college. So the 24 to, you know, 30 year olds that really are pretty new to the industry. Maybe they don't even know much about the industry. Um, and in addition to that, it's really also just just women um, that are in the industry. Sometimes they may be the only woman working at their at their company. And they just may not even realize that there's, you know, that there's a lot more people out there that really want to help them. Also, um, there are a lot of women in marketing and in accounting or in HR um, at these integrators. We have a lot of AV integrators that are throughout, you know, even multiple cities. And they may not get to go to Infocom, the actual trade show every June, because it's really more of a sales um, opportunity. So this gives those people the chance to meet other people in the industry, the chance to network and talk to people without having to spend, you know, a ton of money to go to either Orlando or Vegas every June and actually get to, to meet people. We also are going to do some CTS training. So for anyone who's interested in um, learning more about the, the certified technology specialist training that's, that Infocom offers, we have some women in our organization that are willing to help mentor and provide advice and support uh, and help get them training that they might need to be actually able to take that test. And when you do have that certification, your um, your salary goes up. You know, you're definitely more marketable. Um, you just have a, a lot more experience just from, from doing that study. Now, you mentioned you're uh, looking for women specifically after college. I would have assumed that the AV field would require some form of uh, college training. Is that untrue or is it more like a trade where you just sort of have to get the proper certification? Yeah, I mean, there really is no trade certification required. It's mostly just hands-on learning, really. Uh, but on the sales side, 
a lot of times the younger the, the integrators will bring in younger people, maybe right out of college. Sometimes they've got, um, they might have like a business background or some of them might have some audio um, experience. Quite a few times we find a lot of people that have done audio or video training, maybe at, um, you know, maybe they've worked in a convention center and they've done AV, you know, they've helped like set up conference rooms or they've worked at a convention center or a hotel and maybe they've been the, the AV person that's been kind of setting that up. Maybe they've actually worked in their college um, in the AV department or they've done some, you know, even SMU and locally quite a few schools have their own little broadcast studio where they, they send out content, you know, for the, the basketball games or the football games um, on an internal network. And so maybe they've done that type of, um, you know, job within their school or even sometimes the high schools have some of that. And so um, it's not necessarily a specific certification that they need. It's more that they just have a real interest in in audio and video and in engineering type products, understanding systems. Uh, and they just really need someone to take them along and try to help learn how to sell, learn how to spec products, learn how to talk to consultants, learn how to, to learn about um, construction and how new building uh, wiring and cabling is being laid, uh, all of those kinds of, of product. And that really just comes from, you know, hands-on training, just learning. Now, what are some of the challenges you've faced with getting women involved with AV? Well, um, you know, sometimes it's so technical that I think people feel maybe a little gun shy or a little nervous to, to jump into that. Um, so that's, you know, one thing is we're just trying to attract more women to do that. We're trying to do that through, you know, maybe working with the colleges, working with engineering departments locally to even introduce young women into the audiovisual industry. Some of them, I'm not even sure they know that it's even an option. Um, we don't necessarily have um, the sexiest jobs. You know, sometimes the, the big engineering firms really uh, go after uh, these college graduates and, and they, you know, really uh, explain to them how, how much fun, you know, a, a job can be at an engineering, but it can be just as exciting working on audiovisual integration, system integration. Sometimes it can be even more exciting because you actually get to work with an end user. Um, you know, there's a large number of stadiums and arenas and basketball teams and tennis and, you know, all these large venues, they all uh, use audiovisual equipment to to you know put all of their games and their events in the venue through you know with that that great content that they're showing actually in the building and you know it's not enough for consumers to go to an event and it, and it not be exciting it's got to be engaging they've got to be able to see the action otherwise they might just sit at home and not buy a ticket. So really creating a fun, enjoyable, exciting environment is awesome. And being an engineer to be able to help create that and make sure that it all works uh, can be really quite exciting. Um, and so it's really showing these young women and even young men right out of college that a, a career in the audiovisual industry can be, can be really cool. Have you found that getting women involved with AV is an easy or difficult endeavor? Um, it's not, you know, I'm not sure it's easy or difficult. I think it's just, um, it's just taking the time to actually talk to people, you know, networking, um, sharing 
your thoughts. I mean, the, the reality is there's just not that many women in the industry. I would say, and this is just a guess, but I would say for every one woman, there's 10 men. Uh, it just, it seems like it's, it's really kind of uh, just skewed much more for men. And I would say on the younger side that that might be changing, it's probably still never going to be one-to-one. Um, but as we talk to more women and get more women um, interested in the industry and, and help them really um, feel confident in, in what they can do, I think you will start to see those numbers grow. Honestly, there's just more women working as well, more women coming out of college, more women that are technically minded. Um, you know, there's a large push for STEM training and to have girls interested in math and science and engineering is kind of cool now. And so there'll be more women interested in that um, just over the next few years because there's been a greater push that that being a, a mathematician is cool, that being an engineer is really cool. Um, and so those those hopefully will help us create a larger group of women to to pull into the industry. Outside of diversity in the industry, what are some of the benefits of having lots of women work in the AV field? I would say the benefit is, you know, really being able to raise the bar. I mean, you know, it's not necessarily so much about just men and women, but it's also about um, bringing in fresh approaches, bringing in new creativity, bringing in um, women that are, you know, talented, men that are talented, younger people that are really pushing the bar, that are willing to work hard, that are um, willing to really be creative and think differently. Um, a lot of times the younger generation is the generation that really can push the envelope, come up with new ways of doing things. They've looked at it from a different perspective. And I think that is what's fun. And to have a group like the Avix Women's Council and even the Dallas or whichever city that they're in, to have a group that's willing to mentor these younger people, that's willing to give them advice, that's willing to hold their hand and help them through a meeting or through a technical talk or through um, a webinar, that's willing to help train them and give them more information. That is what kind of what it's all about. You know, it's, it's not about holding all your cards now. It's about sharing that information and really pushing them to move to the next phase or, or to push you together to move to that next step. Um, if technology is evolving so quickly and obviously the internet and forms of television, almost every single person has a mini TV in their hand with their cell phone. And so being able to really create um, new ways of getting content and, and understanding and experiencing it is really cool. Um, and so I think that's what's exciting about the whole industry as a whole is it's really pushing the envelope to be, to be an opportunity where you can have a lot of integrated experiences. Um, and I think that's, that's what it's moving towards is being way bigger than just the audiovisual industry. All right, Christy, I got one more question for you. And it's what inspires you to do this kind of work? Um, well, what inspires me is really just meeting more women. I mean, you wouldn't believe all the great stories we hear out of uh, New York and Boston and, and all these places where um, women have been, in, their life's been changed. They've, they've met other women. Maybe they were, maybe they weren't happy in their job. Maybe they were thinking about leaving the industry. Maybe they were um, just not sure if what they were doing was even the right fit for them. 
and then they've met someone at a meeting or they've been connected with, you know, another person that's running a local group and they've been inspired to continue to do what they do. They've been cheered on. I think my favorite thing about kind of our Ethics of Women's Council and the local groups is that you have this cheerleading group of about 30 or 40 women that whenever you do something, whenever you create meetings or, you know, have a a win, they are the first ones to jump on LinkedIn or to find you and send you a quick email and say, hey, I see what you're doing and it's making a difference. You're doing a great job. It's awesome. You know, we want to support you. And it's this huge network of women that are really um, cheering you on and, and helping push you to be the best that you can be. And I think if we can do that for each other, and then we can do that for the next group of women that are entering the industry, then that's really what it's all about. It's really about being those cheerleaders and being um, helpful to others and being a positive influence um, to help everyone be the best person they can be. Thank you for coming on, Christy. And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can head to marketscale.com slash industries and subscribe for previous podcasts, articles, and video content from your favorite industries. I'm your host, Sam Kingma, and you have a fantastic rest of your day.